Welcome to We Wonder. This week, I am so pleased to introduce you to my friend, Scott Sherman, who's joining us as a guest host. Scott is the executive director of the Newbegin House of Studies here in San Francisco, where he co-founded the Newbegin Fellowship for Faith, Peace, and Justice in 2010. Both my husband and I have participated in the fellowship as fellows and leaders, and we can't recommend it enough. If it's something you might be interested in down the road, I've put a link in the show notes. We've also gotten to travel with Scott to Cambridge, England for the Leslie Newbegin Summer Institute, where we held worship in the very same chapel C.S. Lewis used to attend. If you want to know anything about Leslie Newbegin or opera or golden age British murder mysteries, you should definitely ask Scott. On top of all that, of course, he's a great preacher and he's a priest in the Episcopal Church. I'm so glad he's joining us today as we wonder about God's good words together. And now, we wonder with Scott Sherman. Welcome back to We Wonder. This is the 16th week after Pentecost. Today we remember that Jesus, even though he's the Son of God, was also the Son of Humanity. He's really and truly human, just like you and me. He had feelings, fears, frustrations, and he even experienced temptations to do wrong. Join me now as we see how he overcame those temptations. May the Lord be with you, and we all respond together and also with you. Jesus was fully human, experienced weakness, and was tempted to do wrong, but he overcame temptation and can help us when we are tempted. And now we all respond together. Thanks be to God. Let's get ready to wonder about God's good words together. Sit quietly for a few moments. Make yourself comfortable. Then let's take some breaths together, okay? As I breathe in, I welcome God's love inside me. As I breathe out, I rest. I remember that God is my strength. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Let's make our hearts quiet as we listen to God's good words together. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, went from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, 
Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God, and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem, and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. Picture where Jesus was during this story. The wilderness. Can you imagine a barren, deserted place? Jesus grew up hearing stories about his ancestors who had wandered in a dangerous wilderness for 40 years. Now, Jesus has been led there as well, fasting, not eating, for 40 days. Can you imagine how hungry he must have been? What are you like when you are super hungry? When it's me, it's not very pretty. I get grumpy. But just as God cared for the Hebrew people as they wandered through the trials of the wilderness and made their way to the promised land, Jesus relied on God's care and his relationship with God and the promises of God's good words. Just like today, there were terrible things happening in the world then. Lots of bad leaders claimed to be the answer. False religious leaders who claimed to be able to do wonders. Corrupt political leaders who claimed that they alone could fix everything and fast. But Jesus was not like them. He wanted to bring healing into the world in God's way. Now the devil made some good points. Why would God let his son go hungry? If he was the son of God, why not take over the world nice and quick? Why not show people that you've got the power? But Jesus knew God's good words and God's good ways. He knew that he needed to listen, trust, and honor God in all his decisions. And he knew that God's path was one of love and humble service, never selfishness, greed, or power. I wonder, what was it like for Jesus to know he was God's beloved son in a very special way, but have someone mock 
and challenge him. How hard was it to not prove he was right? I wonder, what was it like to have awesome power, to be greater than Superman or Wonder Woman, and still choose to not abuse that power or put himself at the center of attention? I wonder, what was it like to be so hungry, yet still remember that God's good words were his most important food? Jesus said, one does not live by bread alone. Have you had the experience of having everything you needed, food, fun, freedom, and still feel kind of empty? What do we ultimately need to live a rich, full life? One does not live by bread alone. Will you pray with me? Jesus, you came that we might have life and have it to the full. You came into this world and overcame its lies and temptations. You even overcame death, and you live within us now. Whenever we are tempted to doubt your love and take things into our own hands, help us to remember, just as you remembered, God's good words and God's good ways. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.